the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, sitting on the porch here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road, and we're ready to talk gardening with you. Just give us a call, and let's uh, see if we can't answer your gardening questions at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Gentlemen, how was your week? Good. It was pretty good. Good. It was mostly hot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey. And did you notice anything blooming? Notice anything blooming? No. <laughs> anything that might predict rain? No. Oh, no. Yeah. Really? Not, yeah. not in my yard there. Not in your yard? Oh, I, I <laughs> noticed one yesterday. I was going to take a picture of it. Where was I? The, I think uh, I was at a parking lot, like a Walmart. In the botanical gardens? Uh, no, no. It was like a tough place, like a botan- like a Walmart or someplace where they weren't going to really care for it that much. And so well, you, mean, you mean you only saw one? Yeah. 20 to 30. Uh, only one blooms when it's going to rain? <laughs> 20 to 30 percent is all this next week. Yeah. I thought they were all supposed to bloom. Well, maybe the other ones are going to catch uh-huh. up with it. Maybe, oh. Maybe but I did uh, harvest and eat the first of uh, my ruby crushed tomatoes. Did you? Was yeah. it good? Yeah. been very big for, for ruby Yeah, the big crushed. first ones were usually yeah. big. Yeah. They were a little... Uh, uh, Less sweet than I expected. Uh, you know, when you, when I describe them, I always talk yeah. about them being so sweet. They'll turn. They'll yeah. be sweeter later on. And they're very firm, but nice looking plants. They were the ones in uh, containers. I got I got some in the raised bed, and then some in containers. And the nine sixty eight should be right after them. They've got they've got fruit Good. on there too. Any of your big tomatoes got any fruit? No fruit. Not setting fruit yet? Not setting. There's some uh, few blooms, but not setting fruit yet. The uh, foliage is still looking pretty uh, thin and... Uh, yeah. Uh, how do we describe that? Dagger-like or... Uh, yeah, it's... it's uh, the nighttime temperature is still high. But, uh, you know, when you look at the... Well, you, I don't think the, the, that part of the newspaper I gave you... You look at the predictions in the newspaper. Yeah, it's supposed to start going down. Yeah, going down from uh, getting down to uh, 72 and 73 at night and later in the week, which will be good. That doesn't sound like a big difference, but it is quite a difference. Yeah. 
Well, I'm going to look under your, because uh, I saw a 40% chance of showers tomorrow and Tuesday. Did you? No, Where? I'm sorry, Monday and Tuesday. Where? At your... Uh, Weather.gov. Texas Sage. Yes, Sinisa.com. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. So tonight, uh, tomorrow, sunny, high near 97, low around 75. You're right. You, it shows 30%, so it dropped. So 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms Monday and Monday night. And then Tuesday, the same. Wednesday, the same. And then it drops to 20 uh, by Thursday. So well, we so can, let's see. If you add up all hope. those chances of rain, does that work? Does it work that way? 30, 30, 30, plus 20. Yeah, it's a, it's a 110% chance <laughs> well, of rain next week. There you go. Week. Sounds well, good we, to me. Yeah, we offered to take uh, to help relieve the excessive rains in North Carolina to that we take some down here, but uh, they, they, we couldn't figure out a practical way to do that. Oh. Mm. There's a, there's not a water pipeline you know, in, in place there. But, gosh, they're getting... Uh, yeah, they really are. Time and time again. All right, well, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866 308-8867 and give us a call. Let's find out what's going on in your gardening world. Lots of things happening here at Millburgers. We'll yeah. Are any of the tomatoes, are you harvesting tomatoes? Yeah, that's a good I don't, yeah, we, we don't expect very many, but uh, uh, Ruby Crush and uh, BHN 968s might be being harvested. Uh, taking a look at some of the things that are being featured this week, Millburgers is featuring fall garden mums in the six-inch pot. They're just three ninety-nine, or you can get ten of them for thirty-five. And uh, I think this week's selection looks even better than last week's selection. Uh, they've got looking over them the whites, the yellows, the kind of rusty reds, um, the mums. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll hear from Trace in a little while on uh, the fall vegetables that are in, but. Uh, they're they're uh, in the one four and a half inch pot for just a dollar ninety nine. Blue plumbago is being featured. This Texas superstar in the one gallon is just four eighty eight. And Mexican heather, uh, which is always popular. I wish it was closer to us because you could see the bees on it. Well, but I can. Oh, okay. I you see just, it over there? I can. No, I see the blue plumbago, and it's yeah, really, it's it's hard oh, to miss. Boom, yeah. yeah. Now there, uh, I know Trace will talk about this, but uh, there's a few of the one gallon tomatoes left, but not many. We're getting uh, past the time, so get them in. Uh, Mexican heather is three eighty-eight in the one-gallon container. By the way, Mexican heather is not a Texas superstar. Oh, okay. But uh, I think David Rodriguez uh, is gonna sub- uh, gonna submit it to become a Texas superstar uh, this next year. Oh, good. So. Uh, that's a little. Uh, he called Trace and asked him about it too. I think so. Oh, okay. That's uh, that's where it got confused. Well, that's she oh. just she just returned hers after you said that that it's not a Texas superstar. Uh, <laughs> did it? She? Yeah, she dragged it back over there. I'm sorry. It's an but it is an interesting. A, uh, it's a good knee, plant. Knee oh plant, gosh, yeah. yeah, and we always get asked about it. Um, yeah, I. Uh, I tell the story of Mr. George Wetzler, who uh, was a manager of Wolf Nursery. Uh, he, can't, he he told me one time, he said, you ought to promote that Mexican heather. I said, uh, what's wrong? What's, uh, what, can't you sell it? 
uh, have you got something that you can't sell, George? Thinking that was usually George's alternative or, or alter, uh, his motives. And uh, he said, no, we sell all of them we can get. So it's, it's been, a, and that's been 30, that's 30 or 35 years ago. So uh, it's, it's been a good plan for a long period of time. It's, I think the reason we didn't make make, make it a Texas superstar earlier is because uh, you know it's not a showy bloomer. It has all the always has those blooms. Yeah, and it's disciplined grower. It yeah, makes a real nice border. But it and attracts bo- packs bees. I see a lot of bumblebees on. Yeah, it. it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a little sensitive to cold though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, uh, sometimes they freeze out. Yeah, when we uh, have them. Like here in front of us, sometimes they've been in, you just, it looks like it's vibrating. Yeah. There's so many bees on it. Uh, let's see. A, it's a good bee cover. Some other things that are on sale, Landscaper Pride Potting Soil in the 40-pound bag. Here's a, a good sale on this one, regularly $5, now $2.98. Uh, pre-emergent Weed Control in the 8-pound bag, only nineteen ninety-nine by High Yield. And get that in. That's another thing that... Uh, yeah, we're getting pretty close to yeah. the last time you can get that in. Or, uh, All right. Of course, it's hard to get much uh, bang for your... <laughs> when we say that, be, when it's 100 degrees out, but uh, it's it's amazing how quickly the temperatures <laughs> can Bless change. You. And, and that uh, drop in temperature at uh, the nighttime temperatures, uh, that, that's a key, too. So if you're going to Try to block if you had trouble with winter weeds. Yeah, bed straw, thistle, henbit, uh, beggar's lice. Yeah, annual bluegrass and rescue grass. They all there are th- uh, at least th- three. The product uh, I think that product that Millburgers is advertising there covers all the broadleafs and the uh, grasses. Right, but, but so does a maize and dimension. So right. You got lots of choices. XL does too if you need a larger quantity. And you want to get that on before we get the cool nights and rainy rainy season. Yeah, because that's what uh, uh, germinates the uh, bluegrass and rescue grass. Yeah, we had a little confusion on uh, sand burrs. Um, part of it was my fault. I think in a conversation with somebody, I was I. Trans, transitioned between the winter weeds and sandburrs with but we're, you're not going to you're not going to block the sandburrs now now they, they they do apply about June 1st to June 15th they do apply those same those same pre-emergence to stop that second that late crop of sandburrs but if you want to if you want to stop the sandburrs uh, March 1st and June 1 mm-hmm and then uh, a maze, uh, dimension, and uh, crabgrass preventer—all those will do it. But you gotta, you gotta get them. You gotta get them in. We get, we see this every year where folks say, "When should I have done that sandbars?" <laughs> well, it's too late when they're, they're sticking you. They're getting on the dogs. <laughs> the sandbars are what what. Uh stage are they in now in the plants with the burrs they got the burrs and they are getting even the burrs are dry even oh okay but i but it has not been a well at least my neighborhood is any any judge uh, there's not been a bad sand burr here oh good yeah so 
Those people in Wilson County are jumping up and down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the radio. Well, you got to be careful. You know, that. <laughs> now they're worried about San- medical, medical center. Uh, <laughs> San Antonio is not the same as uh, Wilson, Wilson County. County. Yeah. Now they're worried about Sandbur Fest. Yeah. And, and are they going to have enough sandburrs for Sandbur Fest? <laughs> now, if you do have uh, sandburrs maturing. Um, PlantAnswers.com does a good job of giving you a whole bunch of options or alternatives. They're not the best right now, uh, but you you do. There are some options to deal with sandburrs. It doesn't do any good to kill the plant now. No, no, it doesn't because there's there's the trouble is right there. The plant says, "I'm ready to die anyway." On my yeah, sandburrs are, are ready to go on to the soil, and they'll be coming up next spring again. If they're if they're not stuck in your dog's feet. I guess dragging a kid across uh, the th- the lot with a, a big heavy coat on it'd be about the about the best way to pick up those birds. Well, I always thought it was... you always recommend that. We we never hear anybody who calls in and says they tried that, which is good. They don't want to tell. Oh, okay. Uh, it's kind of fun, uh, you, you know. If it, the little kids, it doesn't always work, but. Uh, Middle school kids get kind of a kick oh, out of dragging those uh, listen, carp, carpet remnants or uh, yeah, yeah, right over the sandburrs uh, because they appreciate the fact that the sandburrs are a pain in the feet. Yeah, yeah, and plus, plus it works. I mean, it picks up quite a few of them, not all of them, but some of them. And uh, let's see what else is on sale, real quick. Herbs and ground covers are both on sale. Herbs are uh, the four-inch potter, a dollar eighty-eight. And ground covers are ninety-eight cents each in the four and a, in the four-inch pot, and uh, we've got one half whiskey barrels on sale. Fifteen dollars savings, regularly fifty-nine ninety-nine, now forty-four eighty-eight. So lots of good things on sale. Lots of good reasons to come here to Millburgers. Visit with us. Lots of great color. My goodness, and we'll have to find out if there's still some uh, unadvertised sales or if September was the end of the uh, yeah. sale in the bulb. And we'll have so. to talk to Trace about the. Uh, Butterfly plants because we're the monarch should be here shortly, and uh, we want to have plenty of nectar source plants for them. Uh, so we see if the, we've still got the porter weed and the me- the, the uh, milkweed, and I know we've got uh, lots of lantanas and salvias and and yeah, lots of other plants that are good nectar sources. All right, so uh, let's. Uh they also got that uh, the pre-emergent that Calvin mentioned in his this week in the garden. Yeah, the dimension that's for sale. Too. Oh, that's the okay. I just saw the high yield. That's for sale. Dimension nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, that is high good. yield pre-emergent. It's like regularly forty dollars with dimension. Or what is it regularly thirty nine? Oh, okay. And uh, the landscape. If you buy one oh, of those whiskey say. barrels. Uh, you can fill it up with landscaper's pride potting soil, right? And then uh, that's a good price sale. on that. Two ninety eight, I think. That's right. Was well, four ninety nine? Yeah, that's a really good price. It's on almost that. five dollars. And then fill almost, it up, with, but not <laughs> fill it up with your Mexican lime and a there you go, yeah, Meyer yeah. lemon or something too. Uh, then, then of course, if you we love Mexican lime and Meyer lemon, they're hard to beat. Uh, for backyard citrus, but you also have to be prepared to protect them from the cold, so keep that in mind. But uh, if you have some heat a heat source and you've got something to cover them, they, they can be protected from the cold. 
Again, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, let's do this. You, you mentioned the monarchs and the butterfly garden and stuff like that. So I had this idea a couple weeks ago. I'm gonna, oh, no. I know. Oh, and I'm, I'm no. going to try it out next week, this time. We're going to just go into one section of a butterfly garden. Uh, I'll, I'll choose the questions. You just answer them. They'll be easy. Uh, when we come back, okay? Yeah. So we do we get an option to no. ignore no. you or <laughs> no? You do not. And then, and this one, you'll like it. All right, if you don't like it, it's okay too. So let's take a quick break. Uh, while we do, uh, give us a call two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. When we come back, and we, we talk about all those programs that are coming up. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Back in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bolverde Road, where it's time to start thinking about fall. And to do that, Millburgers is featuring two great fall items, like fall garden mums. These lovely fall-blooming perennials just say it's time for fall, it's time for football, it's time for cooler weather. And they come in a wide variety of shapes, sizes, and colors. Create your own dazzling display with one in the 6-inch pot for $3.99 or 10 in the 6-inch pot for $35. And now is the time to plant fall vegetables. Fall and cool weather vegetables are arriving at Millburgers, and selections include broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, kale, cauliflower, squash, and much, much more in the four and a half inch pot. Now just a dollar ninety nine. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on blue plumbago, Mexican heather, one half whiskey barrels are now just forty four eighty eight, and much, much more. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com. Millburgers, sixteen oh four, and Bulverde Road. What would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow? For the next couple of days? For a week? What about a month? A year? How soon before you'd lose everything you've worked so hard for in a fraction of the time it took you to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. You can start with the workshop. Go to lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com and find your true financial peace. Like so many of our members already have, Go to lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. 
Fi. That's 800-500-5588. The bride is radiant. The groom is nervous. They say, I do. And the preacher says, you may kiss the bride. The tears of joy flow. These are the moments you'll treasure forever. The artistry of David Pizzat Photographers captures these moments in the most beautiful way possible. Right now, you can get David Pizzat's premier wedding package, valued at $5,500 for only $3,500 on the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. He's got a U.S. flag on his front porch To remind everyone where he lives And up in the attic There are papers that prove The old house is finally his After 35 years The grass still don't grow In that rock-hard West Texas ground that still clings to that old coyote town. And we're back in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Ray, we're going to come answer your question in just a second. We need to talk about Spider-Man Pest Control because if it's bugging you, Spider-Man Pest Control can help you get rid of it and solve that problem. Roaches, fleas, ants. You name it, Spider-Man gets rid of them, get them gone, and take care of uh, all those uh, problem pests in your home. They've been doing it since 1976, and uh, whether it's uh, termites, which are really serious, uh, roaches are serious, too. They tear up stuff. Ants tear up stuff. I know Jerry says to <laughs> Jerry's pro-roach, but uh, you, so you, cute. you may not be. Uh, and if you're not, uh, give Spider-Man, Warren Remy, and... Uh, the gang over there, a call, 210-656-3721. Uh, Spider-Man's philosophy is it's going to work with you to not only get rid of the problem uh, right then and there, but also to uh, uh, correct your living environment so that the problem doesn't come back or at least uh, has the best chance of not coming back. So if there's uh, a place where those roaches are getting in or... If, uh, like Jerry, you're leaving food right on the floor for the roaches uh, or ants. uh, Some uh, people feed the pigeons. I feed the roaches. Oh, that's cute. Are you in your chair just kind of throwing scraps on the floor? There you go. Oh, that's nice. All right. (laughs) 210-656-3721 for Spider-Man Pest Control. 210-656-3721 online at GoSpiderManPest.com. Ray is on the line at 210-308-8867. He's got a question about crepe myrtles. Hey, Ray, welcome to hey. Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing, man? Doing good. Um, good. What's your question? Is, my question is about deadheading. Um, <clears throat> what I've noticed, because this is the first time I've actually grown crepe myrtles, mine are probably about anywhere from four to six feet high. And... I, I deadheaded for the first time um, all during the spring and the summer. Good. And what I've noticed this last time uh, that I deadheaded, when I really paid attention to when they start coming back out, they start blooming back out, they start right. developing buds, that there, right. are le- there are leaves behind those buds. And so is it not true that every time I go and deadhead, you know, when I'm talking cutting six to ten inches of bloom off the off the off the tree, I'm also cutting those leaves off the tree. Would those leaves not be there the following year? Would they not? Would those leaves not? Come? Am, am I detrimental to the? Isn't that detrimental to the to the plant in terms of 
you're reducing the amount of leaves, therefore you're reducing the capacity for photosynthesis. There, there'd be Listen a, to this guy go. Yeah, he knows his stuff. <laughs> well, there'd be, there'd be a bit of an argument for that if you okay. weren't letting your tree, your uh, plants get into full size. No. Because you're not. But, yeah, you, I mean, uh, you're not. Doesn't sound like you're limiting your no. crab myrtles. See, crab myrtles are not evergreen, so they're going to lose those leaves anyway. And see, what, and, and what, your, what, your, what, the performance of your blooms yeah. indicates that the plants are pro- really right. prospering under that regime. Right. They bloom on new growth, so what you've been forcing by cutting off the seed pods after they after they have a flush of bloom. But but my trees, as I'm deadheading, my trees really haven't gotten much taller all during the spring and summer because I continue to deadhead. Every time I get blooms, I'm cutting them back. And I get blooms, and I'm cutting them back. And I get blooms, and I'm cutting them back. And so okay. as of, you know, if I compared where they are now compared to, like, the first bloom that came out during the spring, they're about the same size. And so... I. My feeling is that I'm, I'm actually slowing the 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 capacity of the tree to get to its maximum height as quickly as possible because I keep cutting it back, cutting it back, cutting it back. What is that maximum height? Isn't it there? Aren't they there? Well, no, they're not maximum height. They're they're only like four to six feet high. Well, I mean, there's a lot of uh, varieties that are only. Oh yeah, no, no, my my varieties are get anywhere from let's say twelve to forty feet, uh, twelve to thirty feet. Okay. Uh, when when did you plant this? This, this is only a year. This crepe myrtle's only uh, been in the ground about a year, right? Um, yeah, since about uh, <clears throat> spring of 2018. Yeah, that's okay. Well, what, how how much it's grown is okay. So, uh, don't, just don't worry about uh, your plant size. Enjoy the blooms. And then what? Jerry, and keep fertilizing and uh, what's Jerry, watering. Jerry's saying that you will probably see that growth, that part of that growth you're talking about next spring. Yeah, when when before the blooms start. I, d- I just I'm, don't think, I'm, yeah, you, I don't think you're hurting anything. No. no unless you like the leaves better than blooms. Well, but if I'm reducing the leaves, I'm reducing the amount of photos- photosynthesis, which means I'm I'm reducing the amount of root growth, which means I'm slowing the plant down, right? So it, 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 let's say that I didn't, I didn't deadhead at all. I just let the blooms dry up, and then it continued to rebloom on its own, and I didn't cut anything off. All this spring and summer, I would have had leaves that would have been there that I did cut off because I was deadheading. And so if those leaves would have remained on the tree, I would have had more photosynthesis, therefore more roots, therefore a taller plant. Well, you're supposed to, uh, that's not necessarily true. You're supposed to cut, uh, make your cut right beneath the, uh, the seed pods, where the seed pods form, the bloom, bloom spike. And uh, a bloom spike, uh, once it has uh, seed pods, it doesn't have foliage. It doesn't have foliage. So if you're cutting it right beneath the, where the seed pods are, you're not cutting much uh, active foliage out at that point. A lot of times, if you 
that cutting stimulates uh, side yeah. branching too. So, right. But I'm going to cut it off again if I did hit. That's that's my that's my my uh, thought. Right. I think I think you're not. I think you're deadheading. Um, you're giving more credit to the to how much you're cutting off deadheading than you actually do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, behind don't my worry blooms, about it. Yeah. Behind my blooms, I've got leaves. I've got the little the little uh, crown, the little uh, buds, right? And then right. There's a, there, and then below that, there's a leaf. And right. Then there above all of that, there's another little uh, bud, and then there below that bud, there's another leaf. And so when that thing blooms, it's an entire big bloom that's let's say anywhere from four to six inches. And yeah. so when it when it dries up, I can't go in there and and nitpick on the tree and take every little just bloom off to deadhead. I've got to take the whole, let's say, six inches, which is a huge bloom off oh. the tree. So so if I do that, I'm taking the leaves off along with the buds, is what I'm saying. I think you're absolutely right, and if I were you, I would quit deadheading. Okay, okay. you've got that choice. I don't. Yeah. I don't think okay. that's true. But Jerry's just given up. <laughs> I mean, uh, you you can you can compare uh, that, performance. That's what I'm doing. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's what yeah. I I actually marked mine with uh, this last time I deadheaded. Now they're starting to come out again. Mm-hmm. I went out there where the leaves were at, where the leaves are at now, and there's little buds getting ready to open up. I actually marked them with a little twist tie. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to look at them this spring, and I'm going to see our leaves coming out right there above that twist tie, which would have been where I would have cut it had I deadheaded it. Now, be a little careful here because we're talking okay. about a 100-degree heat, no rain in the summertime. I mean, you, you're, uh, you're testing is uh, there's a lot of factors involved in that in that growth testing, but yep. you know if you do it over several years, you'll get a you'll get a general impression. I yeah. predict that you are you're doing uh, in terms of maximizing bloom, you're doing it exactly the right way, and you're not costing the growth rate anything. I'm agreeing with you, though. Thanks, Ray. Tell us what happens, man. That photosynthesis can be overlooked. <laughs> okay. Tell us what happens. Right. I think your experiment's a good idea. There you go. Thank Take you. care. All right. Bye-bye. Got, a, got a question from the crowd here. Can we ask a question on the air, sir? Will you come on the air with us? Cool. All right. I'm going to give you the microphone. Yeah, let's have me try to anyway. There you go. You can untangle it. Yeah, I don't know if I can. What's up? Well, you're on the air. What you got? I just, I've got a couple of trees in the front yard that looks like the bark is starting to peel off on both sides. What kind of trees? Uh, they're, uh, one's a live oak and the other one's a red oak. Okay. Yeah. And Do you want to see the picture too? Slide it that yeah, it'll... just a second. Yeah. Oh, okay. Calvin's really looking at it. Um, oh, now he's looking at the man's other pictures on the phone. You got anything yeah. embarrassing? Give me that phone, Calvin. <laughs> well, oh, look I'm, at the kitty. I'm thinking. Yeah, I don't know if Jerry wants to look at it before I offer mine. I'm thinking they're at, right at the size when, when the uh, bark starts to get corky, okay. and, and then you'll get, you'll get a transition. Now that first photo looked a little bit, a little bit like wounds. But uh, then the the other photos looked really typical, corky, right. and then the, the fact that that eight inch, six to eight inch uh, diameter, uh, that's a that's a this that that's when they generally 
get to be the change the changeover in that bark. So that's normal for it to be yeah, doing that? That's, yeah, that's what I'm I'm seeing. Jerry, you see anything different now? That one I'm looking at looks like a wound. Did that I, I haven't hit it with anything. Uh, Not with your pickup truck, huh? No. <laughs> no. Uh, that just sort of appeared. Uh, I, I don't, I, I mow around, but there's some hedges around uh-huh. the tree also, so oh, I never okay. get inside It's not there. string mower damage too high. No, yeah, too yeah, high no. string mower. But the other, so, the other looks typically corked. That's the same impression I had that when I looked at that one. What right. do you think? At first, I thought it was a wound, but I wasn't sure. Yep. Did you have your microphone for yeah, that, uh, oh, At first, I thought it was a wound, but I wasn't too sure. Yeah. Um... Just keep your eye on that, because there's not anything exciting you can do. No. You just have to kind of let it run its course. And the good news is that red oaks and live oaks are capable of uh, dealing with wounds or stress, challenges, and still living for 400 years. Right. So it wouldn't have anything to do with maybe squirrels or anything, because I had a tree in the backyard that the squirrels were eating the bark off of it. finally died and had to cut it down. Really? Yes. They had, were eating the, the the trunk. Well, actually, they were up on on the yeah. uh, upper branches yeah. and what branches. have you. Yes. Yeah. And it wound up. They came on down the center, uh, all the way down to the trunk, almost uh, before I had to cut it down. What kind of tree was that? It was a red oak, also. How be done? Yeah. Yeah, that I find that really strange. Yeah, did, that's strange. Yeah, did uh, but you didn't have a arborist look at it or anything, did you? Yes, and he said it. He told me it was the squirrels because it, it looked like it was, there was mulch in the bottom of the tree, and it was just where they were peeling the bark off the huh. tree for whatever reason, maybe moisture, or I don't know what. Maybe you know, if you were in, if we were in Minnesota, we'd say porcupines. Yeah, uh, well, but well, there's porcupines here too, <laughs> but they're they'd be real noticeable. Right, if right, if they're feeding. All righty, so then really What did you do about the squirrels? I uh, caught them when I have a hard trap. Good man. Yeah. <laughs> Don't anyway. Did you eat them? No, 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 no thanks. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, I never tried it. I don't think so. <laughs> All righty then. Hey, cool. Right. Thanks for Thank coming over here. Keep us informed if you see anything else. All right, 210-308. Thanks, Stacey. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. The number to call. Uh, you want to talk about some of the events, and then I'll, oh. do, I'll take my idea after the uh, break if we don't have a call. Okay. The the one I'm most familiar with is the uh, uh, Dream Hill Estates out, out there in Medical Center on the 21st of September. There's going to be a vegetable growing program. It's a free program from 930 uh, to 11. It's co-sponsored by Millburgers and, and by the Dream Hill Estates neighborhood out there on the 6802 Dorothy Louise Drive. In fact, it's in the. It's a. There's a write-up in the newspaper by, uh, that ends up my column. Right. If you want more information on it, everybody that attends will get a handout. Of course, about uh, vegetable growing, we'll talk about uh, a whole list of uh, winter vegetables, uh, which most of them we have at Millburgers here. And plus, everybody will get the. Um, Broccoli to start their uh, right. broccoli to start their garden, and then 
There's another program on that same 21st. There yeah. is, as a matter of fact. David Rodriguez will be here at Millburgers doing a presentation uh, from 1030 to noon on fall and winter vegetable gardening. It's not just spring. South Texas offers vegetable gardeners two great growing seasons every year, and the fall is one of those. So uh, he's going to be teaching that. It's absolutely free here at Millburgers, and it's a lot of fun and a lot of great information. So you can come see David as part of that. And then we've got our kids' gardening class the next week in September, which is going to be the 28th, and it's called Potting 101. So your kids will learn all about potting things up and uh, what they do, and they'll learn the basics of it, Uh, seed planting, uh, seeding activities, crafts, and more. Uh, So it's a whole lot of fun for kids and adults as well. Uh, I encourage you, because these uh, children's classes fill up, I think we had 30 or so last time, uh, and uh, Mary does a great job with them. There's no cost, but they do ask that you call the nursery and make your reservations at 210-497-3760. 210-497-3760. Make your reservations. Just tell them you're going to be here so they know how many, how much material to get. And uh-huh. uh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were ready. I was going to That's see. That's at com. You'll learn more about those two activities. Gardening Volunteers of South Texas got a pretty busy... Uh, their uh, third Monday uh, cl- class is gardening be held. essentials. Yeah, gardening essentials will be held uh, not this Monday, but uh, next Monday. Next Monday, and that'll be at the uh, garden center. Um, and do you, do you do you have the topics listed there? Uh, they I didn't make a copy of it because they. Uh they had one speaker that they weren't weren't sure of okay. yet. Oh, okay, uh, but it'll so be, I'll bring it next week. Yeah, we'll uh, get yeah, we'll keep telling you. But, but you, the, the design school, yeah, right. The design design school is next week. Yeah, right. Fourteenth, right here. Right. What's that? Where's that? Saturday, September fourteenth, at the the Well Center, San Antonio Area Foundations Wells Center, Pearl mm-hmm. in the, the Pearl. Pearl. Yeah. Limit to 40 participants. And uh, they're going to talk about the basics in plant selection, including recommended varieties of native and adapted plants. And you expect four presentations on xeriscaping, design, improving soil, and plant selection. One-on-one idea consultations. And tuition includes a three full-color plant and landscape guide. And the, uh, let's see. Is it? Okay, I'm, I'm looking at it now. The, the uh, tuition is $30 per individual, $50 for two members of a household. And there's a second class on October 5th. Yeah, October 5th. At the Botanical Gardens. Right. And so you can go to the website gardeningvolunteers.org and you'll find out about the, the two different, the one in October and the one in September. And you'll probably find out about the Monday. Yeah, and you'll find out about the Monday. The gardening essential stuff is there. But I don't know what to say about it. If you think one of the guests, do you have both the guests? Uh, last time I looked, uh, they didn't have the first guest. Alright. It's from Saul, I think. Yeah, no, it's from the uh, San Antonio River Authority. Oh, okay. San Antonio River. Uh, Hillary Lilly. Oh, they have they got a, a person listening now? Yeah, they do. They have okay. that. And then an herbal presentation 
uh, on the giant blue hyssop. Hyssop? Yeah. Uh, which is the herb of the year for 2019. All right. Woo! <sighs> so those, uh, that may be a, a uh, information that uh, Jerry didn't have access to. So. Right. Yeah, it may right. be. Up. So anyway, you can learn all these by going to gardeningvolunteers.org, gardeningvolunteers, uh, plural, dot org. And find out more. And cultivate this uh, today as well. They're having o'clock. that right now. Yeah, it's going on right now over at the uh, University of Incarnate Word. I don't know. I guess our speaker starts at 1. So there's still time if you get there very fast to uh, see him. Yeah, and there are uh, a lot of choices. Here. The classes, uh, you get uh, there are three classes run three at a time, and you can uh, pick and choose, and then you get a... There's yeah. a second running, so you get, you get access to a lot of interesting topics. Well, but at this point, you really only have the one oh, you're, session. Oh, you're, you're yeah. saying, I thought you said it started at 1. No, 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 it ends at, he, I think he begins at 1. Um, he? Uh, Chris Weisinger, the bulb hunter, the one that's oh. like the featured speaker. Yeah, the, the other ones end, are going to end up pretty soon, so... But uh, it's done every year. And there's exhibits. Yeah, there's exhibits. Handouts, too. lots of handouts. And so it's it, free, except for the, the uh, seminars, which are $5 each. And we'll get a, uh, a report tomorrow on that. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Speaking of uh, websites, go to deckandpatiocare.com and see what Barry Hagendorf means when he says your uh, deck or patio really can look new again. You're going to see some great before and after pictures. You'll see a before picture where that deck is gray and ugly. It's not like it looked when it was first put in. It's just, it's got, you know, just, it's weathered, quite frankly, but... Then you'll look right next to it, and you'll see the uh, after effect, and you'll see how beautiful it looks now, and it it looks like new. Honestly, uh, you will be like, wow, okay. So that's what that deck can look like. If yours isn't looking good or you want to make sure uh, that yours continues to look good throughout the seasons, you just may want to have Barry and the gang at Deck and Patio Care do preventative maintenance. I know they're booked up for uh, a month or so, so you may want to call and just make your reservations for next month. They're very popular, and uh, you just kind of get in line. That's okay. The, the winter months are a little slower, so uh, call them and, and find out where they are if you're interested. 210-822-9147. 210-822-9147. Online again at deckandpatiocare.com. deckandpatiocare.com. Com. We're going to take a break. Come back in just a moment. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. We're live here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604. And we are ready and able to answer your gardening questions. Uh, 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bolverde Road, where it's time to start thinking about fall. And to do that, Millburgers is featuring two great fall items, like fall garden mumps. These lovely fall-blooming perennials just say it's time for fall, it's time for football, it's time for cooler weather. And they come in a wide variety of shapes, sizes, and colors. Create your own dazzling display with one in the 6-inch pot for $3.99 or 10 in the 6-inch pot for $35. And now... Now is the time to plant fall vegetables. Fall and cool weather vegetables are arriving at Millburgers, and selections include broccoli, 
Brussels sprouts, cabbage, kale, cauliflower, squash, and much, much more in the four and a half inch pot, now just $1.99. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on blue plumbago, Mexican heather, one half whiskey barrels are now just $44.88, and much, much more. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com. Millburgers, 1604 and Bull Road. This is Mark Sadowski for Mark Sadowski Jewelers. Do you have a drawer full of old jewelry that you don't use, don't wear, and don't like anymore? Add it all up, and that's a lot of money laying there that just lays there. What can you do with it? Bring it to Mark Sadowski Jewelers, and together we'll design something that you will like, that you will cherish, that you will enjoy. We'll create something that fits your lifestyle and your tastes. It's even better if the ruby belonged to Aunt Susie and the diamond was Grandma's. Then you'll be creating not only a piece of jewelry that you'll enjoy wearing, but also be creating a family heirloom to pass on to your heirs. Mark Sadowski Jewelers on Northwest Military Highway, a family tradition since 1933. That's 85 years. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. Um, excuse me. Yes. In case you haven't noticed, advertising has changed over the years. What? It used to be customers could find or discover your business in just a handful of ways. Now, life is digital with so many more options and things you need to do. You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your business's contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? If not, we've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundsanantonio.com. SurroundSanAntonio.com Connecting you with new customers. Well, there's something about a river rolling by That makes you want to jump off in it And let it take you for a ride I can't think of nothing better to beat the weather on a chili pepper Texas day. And I wish I was there just floating right now. Had a big smile on my face. Oh, Guadalupe days and the big star, Texas night. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. Yes, it would be nice to take a, group, a little dip in the Guadalupe. Today. All right, 210 308 8867. What are you doing? You jumping in that controversy over the, the dams and the Guadalupe? No. Oh. I just said it'd be nice to jump in the Guadalupe and. <laughs> well, be careful, man. Oh. The, the, the dam, dams are dangerous. Oh, okay. You might hit back. It might hit bottom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, and, the, and the protesters might get you. Okay. There you go. I can't even make a little. You know, yeah. Little <laughs> it, well, well, there's, there comment. must be. Yeah, there must be a, a place where you wouldn't get in trouble that you could jump in. There Some, must mud, be. mud puddles someplace. There must know. be. Rod is on the line. I'm switching. I just wanted to go tubing and dipping the water, and I got all this. Rod is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Rod. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing fine. Thank you very much. 
Um, I wanted to ask you about uh, a hedge of spring bouquet that I have on uh, the border between my my uh, property and my neighbor. And uh, about two years ago, one of the plants died, and I replaced it. And about six months ago, the one on the op- one on the opposite end of the hedge died. I replaced it, but now it's just moving down the row uh, one after another. The plants are just dying. Uh, you know, what what kind of plant is it? Spring. What kind? Of? It's a, is this a spring, spring bouquet viburnum. I think it's a yeah, yeah. Uh, and so uh, I think I just need to replace it. And my first question was. Uh, would it uh, make it easier to pull it out of the ground if I uh, cut off uh, the uh, uh, limbs and apply the product something like Remedy? No. Words Wait, uh, what? Did you figure out why it's dying? Uh, I just I have no idea. Like say I uh, now there you know there one died. Go yeah. ahead. Well, they're, 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 uh, I've got the reason I'm, I've got spring bouquet and other viburnums too. They, it takes them a while to get established. They're real sensitive. Like right now, they're having a lot of trouble with the, uh, the hot weather. But that, that is a, that is a typical thing for them. That's one of the plants when Jerry and I, uh, realized that we should start be watering more at the base on some of these plants is, uh, and those those are really real sensitive to that, so they'd be watered at the base. But you know, if you you don't, they, when you talk about them moving down the row, though, that gets a little scary. You might be talking about a root a root disease, right? Yeah, yeah then then you don't just planting a new plant that's not doesn't not deal with, uh, yeah doesn't deal with the root disease. How long have they been in, in the gr- established? Uh, they've been there for, I'd say, probably seven or eight years. Oh, oh okay. So they're well established. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, they looked great until, like, the one died. It, about two years ago, the one died. And it looked kind of similar to what's happening with these. And... Uh, and like say opposite end, another died. I replaced it too, and then it just started moving down the row. You know, one uh, after another. When they, well, yeah, when they died, do the leaves hang on the plant? Yes. Uh oh. Yeah, that's scary. Well, you you know, one way to check if it's a root disease is that you just you should be able to pull. Even though those plants have been in there seven years, you should be able to. Just pull that plant right up because the roots have will probably rot it. I shake it in the ground. Yeah, or you, yeah. even a, a few sh- shove uh, digs with your shovel. And if mm-hmm. no, you know, if, if the, it'd be real obvious if the root system is rotted. Yeah. Then, well, then you know. don't. Then then you want to hesitate uh, to replace them with right in that same spot. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, but don't. No, I wouldn't I, use the remedy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's necessary. And, and right. plus, well, it will say, th- threaten the other ones. I will say when I pulled 
the second one out, which probably would have been maybe six months ago, I used to come along and it didn't come right out. I mean, it was it, it was well uh, uh, rooted. Okay. Yeah, good. well yeah. rooted. How are you watering them? So, well, you know, I have a sprinkler system, and so they were getting water, you know, once a that, week, and then yeah. also, uh, you know, I was used. I used the hose a lot. Uh, okay. At well. the base. Yes. Because, because they the one the one thing the sprinkler just doesn't do it with the. Uh, uh, the root ball doesn't penetrate very far into the soil, but they they respond really. At least in my experience, they respond real quickly though to a the hose at the base. I mean, within yeah. several hours, they'll be the leaves will be the wilt will be leaving. So you may want to just try that as an experiment. Those that are showing that symptom. Uh, okay. And just see if they show some response. If they do, uh, you, you know, you probably got a good chance you could just just water them uh, every week with the holes like that and bring them through this drought. Yeah. But then, but, <laughs> but if they if they don't, maybe you know, maybe there's some other issue there. Yeah. If uh, look at the look at you said it's moving down the line. Uh, yeah. Look at look at the one that hasn't died yet next to the one that has died and see if it's uh, mm-hmm. uh, defoliating or see if it's uh, wilting or uh, you know showing symptoms mm-hmm. of not not doing good yeah and uh, uh, see, see it in other words see if it's still moving down the line if it mm-hmm. kills another one moving down the line after you've put this water in there you're looking at a cotton root rod, and you better yeah. not put put those same plants back in that same location. Where do you? What uh, nursery do you live close to? Uh, actually, I, I use Millburger. In fact, I just drove into the yeah. lot and picked up some well, stuff. Well, you know, if you but. if you drug in that uh, one of those root systems, uh, uh, a lot of times they're relatively easy to recognize the damage mm-hmm. from cotton root rot. A lot of yeah. a lot of time when you pull the root system up, even if it doesn't come up easily, if the root system is black, mm-hmm. uh, and if you if you leave some of the bark on the root system, uh, sometimes you can actually see a little uh, fungus growth on there. Uh, it looks mm-hmm. like little snakes on there. Yeah, cotton, the okay. cotton. Yeah, those cotton runners on the right. Parallel with the root system, right yeah. on there. Right. I, w- I will say that I had, when I initially, when the next one started to die, I start, I did water it well. It looked like it was coming back. It was, you know, forming new leaves, but uh, it seemed like it, it then it just declined again. But uh, hmm. you say water it once a week at the base, soak it pretty good. Yeah, soak it, soak it uh, good, and that that sh- should be enough. You could do it, you know. You can do it yeah. twice a week if you want to, but uh, yeah. usually, if you get that root, that root uh, ball nice and wet, uh, then it's going to ha- have enough water there to uh, recover. 
Okay. It, it should now, be now, well established after all these years. Yeah, it seems like yeah. it. Yeah. That's another indication. Well, you know, I, now, of course, of course, well, we don't. If it's cotton root rot, then the question of what you're going to do after that is is pretty serious. Yeah, they're. Yeah, right. they're well, the, the good news is it's killing them from each end, not in the mm-hmm. middle. A lot of people have them. Cotton root rot kills them in the middle of the planting, and so it ruins your ruins your hedge. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I hope it's not cotton root rot. Well, do do that experimentation, and uh, okay, uh, it'd be great if you wanted to uh, give us a call and tell us what you found out. Okay, I've got other viburnum. You know, in just the hedge in front of the house is a viburnum. It's not spring bouquet yet. One of the more common ones. Then it's doing Sandenqua. great. And uh, I've yeah. always had great success with it. Uh, uh-huh. But uh, the spring bouquet, uh, like I say, I'll, I'll, I'll try what you're saying. I'll just... Really how tall, how tall are your spring bouquets getting? Uh, I've, uh, I have, uh, you know trimmed them on occasion but i would say they're at least you know at least six feet tall okay right now yeah i always they always uh say on the label that they're going to stay short like that and then they have a at least in my experience <laughs> they have a little tendency to get much larger than yeah than that mm-hmm. yeah well, all right nice. well that, that that's yeah, an issue good. that uh, would be real useful to a lot of gardeners so if you Want to keep us informed on on what you find out? That w- that would be useful. Appreciate it. Okay. Thanks. All right. Then I take will, care. Uh, I, I won't kill them this week. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't use remedy on them. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six. 308-8867 the number to call to be a part of the show we broadcast here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road every Saturday and Sunday so we encourage you to come on out and ask your gardening questions in person or if you've got as Calvin pointed out uh, the man who uses Millburgers and so he can you can bring it in during the week Trace and the gang here Claudette and Mary and Roger and everybody else here knows exactly what they're talking about and will help you and if they don't they'll find somebody that can so uh, you can also uh, get a copy of the newsletter, find out about all about the events, current sale items, and all that by going to MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com is where you'll find that. You can see old copies of the newsletter and sign up to receive it yourself at MillburgerNursery.com. We're going to take a break. While we do, again, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210 210- 308-8867 and if you're outside of San Antonio listening to the show and want to call us toll free you can at 866-308-8867 more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up right after this on 930am The Answer We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas once again Dr. Jerry Parsons Dr. Calvin Finch Milton Glick and your calls on 930am The Answer and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer 210 308 
210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Give us a call and be a part of today's show and uh, talk to us about what's going on in your gardening world. Uh, we got All lines are open. We have a. We currently have an open line. Is that right? That's, we do. That's so you, lucky. You can call right in. All right. So you ready for my questions? All right. All I've right. been anxiously waiting. All right. I don't blame you. It's going to be very exciting. Okay. Yeah, so here, here's my idea. Okay. Instead of going on a broad trip of how to build a butterfly garden, we're going to go on a number of narrow little trips on how to do it. So we're going to go more in depth on certain things. So I thought... The first question. I know. Look at you roll your eyes. You can't. They, they, can't, they can't see you roll your eyes on the radio. I just can't wait. Uh. All right. So you've helped Millburgers build butterfly gardens. You built them for other people who have won prizes, Calvin. So if one, if one of our listeners out there uh, wants or should, or if I want to do one, we can make it about me, too, build a butterfly garden. Uh, these steps should help them. So I guess the first question is, What's the first step? Or is the first step like finding a location, uh, deciding how much space I need? What's the first step in building a butterfly garden? Well, I think the, the first step would be a visit to the Milberger's okay. Certified Butterfly Garden because it's a relatively small space. It's just, uh, the same size as the, all those uh, raffle uh Butterfly oh, is that gardens. right? Yeah, that wow. we've done for how many square feet? About twenty, uh, two hundred square feet. All right, ten by twenty. Ten by twenty. And uh, as Jerry is prone to to, to uh, point out, that are there a lot. If you've got lots of plants and flowers in your landscape now, you've got lots of nectar sources, and you probably got some egg laying sources for butterflies. But by doing that concentrated. Even that little bit, two hundred square foot. Mm-hmm. Then you, then you really just intensify. You, you fill gaps and you make sure you have twelve months of uh, uh, bloom. So, so you would, you'd vi- uh, view the Milbergers. All right. Now you can look at uh, Gaeta Hajilski's book. She's got a wonderful book about gardening for butterflies. It's got lots of plans in it too. Um, Lots of information on uh, plantanswers.com. Yeah, do we have a list of the butterf- the plants that are in that butterfly? Yeah, we do. And then we, inside? Then, yeah. Uh, oh, it's I, over I think there. Got a, yeah, I think they've got I think it. there's a little hand out there uh, or something that you can see. There's that's a, good. Yeah, there's a couple. Then there's the one that I use all the time uh, that's, that, that lists a lot of the plants, too. All right, so for, for maximum enjoyment. Is 10 by 20 the smallest I should go for a butterfly garden? What if I've got a little flower bed that's, you know, 5 by 6? Well, it... Uh, or 5 the, by 3. The bigger the bigger it is, the more butterflies. You know, we, uh, past years we talk about a cut flower garden that's uh, full of zinnias, and you just, mm-hmm. you just get a huge number of... Uh, all oh, those swallowtails and uh, American Beauty butterflies. So, so the more the more concentrated plants you have, uh, plants nectar sources like zinnias or misflower, the more you're going to get. But every little space uh, will, does make a difference. All right. So, uh, it sounds like I can do it in a smaller space, but I have to be more concentrated on what I pick. 
So it sounds like if I'm doing a smaller space, pick one or two rather than... Millburgers has... How many plants are in the Millburgers, 10 by 20? Um, like it, more than 40. A, 40 it, different plants. Yeah, so if I'm going to pick a, a small space in the yard that's, you know, kind of like the normal thing that they give you when you buy the home, which was the, the front bed, which is maybe three feet wide by six feet long, um, is... Is it better to do one plant like the zinnias or keep mixing it up with different ones? Or at that point, it's you, you just want to pick good butterfly plants and achieve the aesthetics of what you want it to look like? I think on those small spaces, that's what I do is have a good mix. Okay. And then you won't, you won't, you'll get the kind of uh, exposure we get here where we get, you know, we get three or four different kinds of butterflies that come through every day while okay. we're at the radio. Uh, whereas, if you got a, the, you know, if you got the two hundred square feet, and you concentrate some of the main, you know, mist flower, zinnia, porterweed, and uh, oh, uh, milkweed. Yeah. If you got, you know, a concentration of those, uh, one or more of those plants, and then you'll really get a large popular but the other th- the other thing then you which i know will be later in one of your questions yes it will sure you graduate from nectar and it's in one of my in that handout that i have here the you graduate from nectar sources to egg laying uh opportunity oh okay that makes sense because there you can really because the, the plant the butterflies are real specific in their requirements Monarchs only lay their eggs on uh, on uh, milkweeds. And queen butterflies are the same. Golf fritillaries only lay their eggs on passion vine. Uh, you know, so that that whole there's a whole list of those. Uh, that's just like our uh, black swallowtails on the citrus. And no, no, oh, it's a, yellow citrus. There. Yeah, the uh, giant swallowtail on this on the citrus, but on the herbs. Uh, Fennel and uh, dill, dill, yeah, are, are black swallowtails too. Okay, so should I be based on some of the things you've said? Should I focus on what kind of butterfly I want? Like, I only want the swallowtails, or is that kind of not creating as much success as I could? Like, should I say I just want a monarch garden? Well, you'll get you'll get a you'll get a bunch of things if you get. Oh, okay. So yeah, but it's it's worthy of, de, of designating one. So a lot of people do monarchs because of the the threat to their population. Oh, okay. They're endangered. Uh, but the monarch, uh, but a monarch garden would also attract other butterflies. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So that's uh, that's and the monarchs are uh, are so interesting and so attractive that that it is worthy and so easy. To uh, you know, plant uh, the designated plants and bring them in. That 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 is a worthy way to uh, set a goal. Okay, all right. And a lot a lot of the plants uh, that are recommended on that list are Milton proof too. Man, oh, this is my perfect. This, yeah, this is perfect for me. That uh, that uh, uh, Mil- tropical milkweed. Is a is a pretty tough plant. Oh gosh, yeah, to grow. Yeah. All right, so first thing to do is pick my space, 
Um, I can I be successful in both sun and shade. Uh, you can, but uh, sun, sun is better. easier. Okay. But we we do have some plants. You know we, uh, oh that uh, blue curl, that wildflower that we that we talked about with uh, uh, our friend from Wild Wild Seeds Unlimited. What the what John? What's John what? Thomas? John Thomas. Yeah, blue curl is a uh, butterfly nectar source that's a wildflower, and it'll grow in sun or shade. And it Oh, good. And it fills the gap before the mist flowers blooms and before the zinnias bloom. Okay, so uh, find the place and then figure out what my goal is. Uh, uh, and, um, okay, whether it's nectar or whether it's egg laying. And then, okay, well, then the next step is probably to buy plants, but maybe we'll talk about that tomorrow. Okay. All right. See, that was painless. Okay. So we got we got a little bit of, we got the first step in. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I can hardly wait to come back tomorrow. I know. It's exciting. Well, think of some questions to ask Calvin. <laughs> so we'll, we'll go with best sun, best shade. Um... It sounds like uh, from the garden that I see, you've got plants that'll thrive in the winter and plants that will thrive in the summer. So yeah, we talk about twelve months of yeah. nectar sources. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. I'll think of some questions for tomorrow. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. And then one of the questions you ready for this is going to be: besides plants, what do I want in the garden? So don't tell me yet. Like, uh, do I want to put water in there, a water feature for the butterflies, a little one? Okay, think about it. All right, 210-308-8867. On the radio, no one can see you roll your eyes, Calvin. (laughs) Okay. I was looking at Calvin's article, Uh huh. and it gave me a Milton idea. Uh-oh, good. A Milton idea. Can we we handle two in a row? (laughs) Uh, Kevin writes in his uh, today's article about uh, kind of wildflowers, about spreading wildflower seed now. He said, Blue bonnets are the Texas state flower and favorite wildflower. Based on the name, you would expect the flowers to be blue, but most, and most are. But white, Pink, red, and maroon blooms are sometimes also available, especially as transplant. So uh, I'm wondering if people would be interested in buying some red, white, and blue blue bonnet transplant to make their little flag or something outside. Yeah, that'd be cool. I think I'd like that. You think that's a good idea? Sure. Take a while. Do you think it's a good idea? <laughs> I don't no. know. We're, we're, uh, we're you did, you tried that one other time. Yes, I, that's what I knew. All right, we're, <laughs> we're going to uh, take a time out, and we've got a question off the And Can we ask it on the air? Come on, you'll do great. It's easy. Okay, well, you help him out. You want to come on the air or no? All right, then you just talk to Calvin. I'll talk to Jerry. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Yeah, we're carrying, we're taking the uh, seed 
that we've harvested last year, uh, this spring, uh, over to be cleaned on uh, on uh, a Friday, this coming Friday, and uh, taking it over to Eagle Lake to Wild, Wild Seed Farms to get the, uh, the to run through their little machines. And clean the seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the, we we've gotten the biggest part of the debris out of them, but we've got this year red, white, and blue. Oh, good. And so I'm playing around with depending on how much clean seed we get. I'm playing around with ideas of of having red, white, and blue blue bonnet transplants available here at Millburgers. That'd be great. I think so. I'd like that. Because <laughs> then you can kind of have some fun. Uh, the, well, didn't you have, you you got some whites last year and they didn't... The, no, I didn't get whites. You I, didn't? Uh, the only time that I've done stuff is I've done the uh, container with the red and the blue together. Oh, okay. Which looks spectacular. Yeah. So I don't know what red, white, and blue would look like together. <laughs> be pretty. Yeah, I bet. Uh, but we got to keep in mind that uh, once we get the seed back and give it to the grower, it takes uh, two to three months to grow a transplant. They grow real slow. So let's see. This is we're in September, October, November. We probably wouldn't get those transplants in until December, sometime in December. Okay. And uh, the nurseries aren't extremely busy then, but uh, I don't know if it, it won't hurt to, to transplant the blue bonds at that time. But uh, I don't know if people would be interested in that. Oh, you don't think? And this seed is pretty rare, so I don't uh, I don't want to grow too many and and have to get rid of some throw them away so we don't know what will happen now they don't know how to have to. okay that's 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 the garden center business okay <laughs> but uh we i'm just thinking about that all right well can they how can people encourage you and, uh, they just call in and tell me that uh, they would be interested in purchasing some red white and blue blue bonnet all right do they have to come on the air? Can they just call Al and they vote? They just call Al and vote. All right. You call Al and vote whether you want to see red, white, and blue, blue bonnets this season at 210-308-8867. Al will take all the calls, and we'll tally them up by the end of the show. Late November or early December. All right. 210-308-8867. Fernando is on the line. Hey there, Fernando. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Pretty good, pretty good. Thank you for taking my call, sir. Uh, sure. I've got a question about uh, some of the trees that I have on my property. You know, I live out here on the south side of San Antonio, uh, maybe about about a block uh, off the Edescosa County line, and it's real sandy soil. And okay. this type of trees that, that I'm concerned with, uh, I really don't know if it's the right name of them or not, you know, but uh, people, my neighbors tell me that they call them dart oak, Indian oak. And uh, when when the when the bark gets wet, you know the, the, the bark turns real black. And the problem I'm having with these trees, I've noticed that uh, uh, they naturally uh, che- uh, shed the uh, bottom branches every year. And uh, 
uh, I'm losing a lot of them. And what I've noticed is that uh, when we water the base of the tree, you know, around the base of the tree, uh, we see this, uh, black beetles come out, crawling out of there and going up the tree. So I'm just wondering if you ever had an experience with any of those uh, black beetles uh, that might be eating the roots or might be eating the tree. Because uh, here lately we, we've been losing a lot of them. They call they call the uh, oak blackjacks. Are they are the blackjack oak? Yes. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, and they they're turning uh, black from the bottom up, right? Yeah. Then when dying. they get wet, you know. Yeah. When they when they get wet, you know, they turn black. The the bark turns black. But my concern is, you know, we, we're we're experiencing uh, every time we water the base of it, you know, we see all this black. Uh, beetles come out of there and we're wondering if they're they're eating up the tree the, this um, beetle is about the, the size of a good cockroach you know yeah when when it dries out does, does the black disappear yes uh-huh okay I, I guess that's some type of I don't know if a lichen would do that a bark would do that but if but, if uh, it disappear if it disappears when it dries up, uh, then it's it's probably not killing the tree. Uh, do you know of any beetle? You know of any beetle that uh, gets into the tree and just kills the tree itself? Here, uh, about uh, a couple of months ago, you know, I I, I had this tree that uh, maybe about uh, twenty inches in diameter and uh, about three feet off the ground, uh, we had a high wind, and it uh, knocked the tree down. And uh, where it cracked, where the tree cracked, the uh, the tree, the inside of the tree was uh, completely dry, you know, like it, uh, uh, just like a, uh, like it, 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 like all the moisture had disappeared, you know, and weakened the, uh, the, the bark of the tree and caused the tree to come down. And I was wondering if those beetles might have any be a, uh, any cause of it, you know, that uh, they're killing the tree on the inside. Now, now you say the inside was dry? Was yes, dry? Sir. Okay, that's that's pretty common because uh, on a tree, the only, only truly living part is the outside uh, next to the bark. Uh-huh. And uh, so uh, basically the inside is uh they call it a pith and it's a uh, dead tissue I, I, well it's not it's not conducting uh water or nutrients up upward or downward right so, uh, i would i wouldn't now if it were beetles getting in there uh you would have seen holes through it like when when you a lot of times when people lose a uh Sycamore, or uh, something like that, uh, they uh, it falls over or whatever, and they cut it down. It it yeah. is riddled with a uh, uh, beetle tr- uh, right. tunnels uh-huh. in it. Yeah, but uh, we usually don't see that on oaks. Yeah, well, that, yeah, that that you know that, that's my concern. You know, just but maybe there's beetles that we're seeing around the trees. You know, that when uh, uh, yeah, you know, they're that. after the water. Oh, after the moisture okay, okay. but uh, don't uh, don't uh, don't worry about it especially if it disappears after it dries up 
Right. All right, sir. Thank you very much. All right. Thank okay. Thanks, Thank Fernando. you for calling in. You take care. 210-308-8867. Denise votes yes for red, white, and blue, blue bonnets. Brenda's on the line with a, a comment on red, white, and blue, blue bonnets. Okay. Hi, Brenda. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing very well. Thank you. How are you? Good. What's going on? Oh, I was just calling to vote absolutely yes on the red, white, and blue blue, blue bonnet. So it's not just yes. It's absolutely yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. I, I am Good. a big fan of the blue bonnet, and I am aware that the red and the white are very rare. And I think that right. would be a very... It would be a very unique display to anyone's garden. Right. Okay. Uh, we'll keep. Uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll see we'll see how much white we have. We almost lost the white last year. And uh, okay, I, yeah, we were in and we bought a flat of the blue, but we didn't see the white. It was towards the tail end of the season. No, there there were there's not been white on the market for two to three years that I can remember, because we we lo- almost lost white is uh, John Thomas Wildseed Farms grew some used to grow some white, but they had a, had a crop loss, and uh, as we were down to the last of the seed. Last year, and my uh, volunteer group grew some over at the greenhouse, and uh, we collected the seed from that. So I don't know how much uh, white seed we'll get, but uh, we got plenty of red and and blue. That's awesome. uh, All righty. Yeah, see? (laughs) That's enthusiasm. Like I said, it's going to be November or December. I don't think she cares. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Brenda. I'll be in. Okay, we got to take a break. We're going to come back in just a second, and we'll take your votes. If you want to just call in a vote, you can at 210-308-8867 and vote whether you would be interested in November or December in a red, white, and blue, blue bonnet. Two, uh, not one flower, but three different flowers, all different colors. All right, back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bolverde Road, where it's time to start thinking about fall. And to do that, Millburgers is featuring two great fall items, like fall garden mumps. These lovely fall-blooming perennials just say it's time for fall, it's time for football, it's time for cooler weather. And they come in a wide variety of shapes, sizes, and colors. Create your own dazzling display with one in the 6-inch pot for $3.99 or 10 in the 6-inch pot for $35. And now... Now is the time to plant fall vegetables. Fall and cool weather vegetables are arriving at Millburgers, and selections include broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, kale, cauliflower, squash, and much, much more in the four and a half inch pot, now just $1.99. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on blue plumbago, Mexican heather, one half whiskey barrels are now just $44.88 and much, much more. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com. Millburgers, 1604 and Bull Road. 
Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate investor education and mentoring group that has been taking people by the hand and teaching them how to invest in real estate for over 28 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they have won local, state, and national investor of the year awards 12 of the last 12 years. It's easy to see why Think Realty Magazine named us the best in the U.S. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to lifestylesunlimitedmap.com to access our free live training event schedule. Listen up. We are raccoons, and we are a big deal if you haven't already noticed. Yeah, what he said. You see, we got these masks. We're like burglars, except we never leave, see? Permanent maskuses. You got electrical wires? We like wires. We like to chew on wires and sometimes start fires. Oh, wait, if there's a fire, can we leave? Hey, pay attention, and we like chewing on AC ducks, too. I like duckies. Yes. You got a nice attic? We'll set up shop. Attics make me feel cozy. Shh. Who's that? It's a van with the man. Uh-oh. Crittery Victor! Crittery Victor excels at all types of rodent removal because that's all they do. Unlike pest control companies, Crittery Victor specializes in humane animal control and exclusion, which means your unwanted critters ain't getting back in. It's their one-and-done policy, guaranteed for 15 months. So whether you have possums, squirrels, rats, mice, skunks... I can't take my mask off! And yes, even raccoons. Call Crittery Victor at 210-906-8910. Your life is an important one. Here at 9.30 a.m. The Answer, we want to hear how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our programs and hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities and challenges. And every day, it's our wish that what you hear on this station positively affects you and your family. We may be your main source of much-needed information, or we may provide you with a perspective about the world as truthful and timely. Maybe it's giving you unique insights at just the right time. These interactions happen regularly, and we would love for you to tell us about it. Visit 930amtheanswer.com and type in the keyword story for all the details. Then record a video message on a camera or mobile device. For sharing your impact story with us, you'll automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of a $1,000 gift card. Visit 930amtheanswer.com and use the keyword story for all the details, contest rules, and to submit your video. That's 930amtheanswer.com keyword story. Everyone's talking about fixed indexed annuities. Are annuities good or bad? Will I lose money or make money? Is my retirement nest egg protected from loss? Tune into Robin Hoppus in the Big State Financial Show Saturday mornings at 10 to learn more. She'll give you all the facts about annuities or call Robin at Big State Financial at 210-373-6000. It's the Big State Financial Show Saturday mornings at 10 right here on Freedom 1160. to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867 is our number. Having some fun on the porch with some folks that came up with another question. 210-308-8867. Several questions and little bitty Lee. Yeah. <laughs> 210-308-8867. Remember, that's the number to call to vote on whether you want to have the red, white, and blue 
uh, blue bonnets uh, all here. So what, really, it's whether you want white blue bonnets introduced on the market in November. Yeah, well, we'll, November we'll definitely have white uh, blue. Yeah, so and we'll probably definitely have red. But the white seed is right. All right, there we're taking the poll. We got two yeses from Denise and Brenda, and no nos. So <laughs> so far, two hundred percent of the people voting have said yes. No, no, no. What? No. An infinite 100% of the people voting have said yes. Okay, yeah. All right. The only people who would vote no would be those silly wildflower people that only want the blue, blue bonnet. Well, we'll see. And they're afraid that we're going to take over the blue, blue bonnet field. We'll see. We'll see. You get a chance to vote. He needs to aggravate them, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Let's poke poke the people. Lisa's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Lisa. How you doing today? I'm fine. Thanks for taking my call. I have a question about Balmoth. Okay, it's dangerous. Hell, no. stop that. I have, Don't believe him. Uh, I have large uh, live oak trees around my garden, and some of them are just loaded down with ball moss. Yeah. The, the limbs are hanging down, and those that I can reach with a ladder, I'm cutting off and... Uh, I want to know if I can use the ball moss as mulch, or will I be spreading seed around and spreading it? Oh, good question. Yeah. <laughs> well, it works. It works for mulch, but it also works for compost. A lot of people are making hanging baskets yeah. out of it. You know, lining the baskets with the ball moss. Yeah. So it won't hurt. No, it won't hurt any. For it to for it to reseed, it's got the seed has got to land on a branch in a in bird poop or something. Yeah. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> so you, uh, yeah, you won't uh, you won't spread it. Oh. You need okay. to get all that off your tree. <laughs> you don't need oh, climb up there. I think she's more uh, she's more pretty pretty sophisticated about it. Yeah, I think she knows what she's doing. How you see, how far how tall do you go up in those tr- ladders? Oh, about 20 feet. Hey, yeah. gracious. You're braver than I am. Yeah, well, they, yeah. <laughs> Don't you be climbing up there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not, you, you, you can knock it off with a pole. Yeah. 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 That'd so be easier. Think, yeah, be real careful, Lisa. And that'd be less risky. You, you think if I spread it as mulch, it won't get on my other trees? No, no, not no. It it may get on your other trees, but not as not because you've used it as mulch. No. Oh, if it's okay. yeah, it's it spreads when it's uh, got a, a kind of a sheltered uh, area, like in a in the inside of a, the live oak tree. It might oh. get on our telephone line. Yeah, or uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. hey, Lisa, our electric line. Okay, well, thank you for your information. Good luck. Be very careful. Yeah, be careful. We don't want you next call to be, I'm in the hospital, and I'm covered in ball moss. Is that a problem? Okay. Okay. Thank you. Right. Bye. Do you, thank you for calling. Do you want to vote in our informal poll on uh, 
whether you'll like white blue bonnets this season, whether you want them. She hung up. Okay. <laughs> I should have asked sooner. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. So far, only two votes in our uh, our straw. That's not enough. Uh-oh. How many votes do we How many people have to say yes before you'll do it? 25. 25 people. All right. We need 25 <laughs> people to call in between today and tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. All right. Call out. And tomorrow. And yeah. tomorrow. 210 I hope. I hope you got enough red, white, and blue boob on it. Yeah. 8867. If, well, this is just to see whether he'll do it. If we don't get those 25 calls, he may not even do it. That's right. Not even worth his while. And then he may have enough for six of them to have the white boob on it. Well, so. don't, don't, there be, you go. don't be biasing the poll. This is just a poll right now. We're going to worry about that part later after we get enough people that say they're interested. So 210-308-8867. Light up those lines. Make Al work hard. Jer- Jerry will be in, in the midst of that... Uh, Mulch, the blue, the uh, the um, Lisa's mulch. There there. you go. Yes, (laughs) climbing trees. Ball moss, the ball moss mulch. No, the the climbing trees is not good. No, the can you knock them off with a hard spray of water? Will they come off? That's hard. Kinda. Okay. Well, you know, rainstorm they come off. Yeah. Wind. Yeah. Okay. They get heavy, and the wind takes oh, them off. Oh, I, I have. I still have my Beck's blaster somewhere. Yeah. I was thinking I could blast them out of the tree if I had them. <laughs> All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven toll free outside of San Antonio eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Were they? Uh Drought continuing, I guess. Uh, uh, my my, uh, my I, I told uh, my yard man that uh, that brown grass is not growing that I've got in the front yard. So this is good for me and not good for him. <laughs> but uh, uh, some 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 now the fall's coming around. People are wanting to spruce up their uh, landscapes with right. color and and also attract the hummingbirds and uh, let's see the hummingbirds are officially coming through now right that's right by my neighbor bart uh, who feeds the birds said he saw his first uh, migrating ruby, ruby throat. throat yeah you said that last week yeah uh but if you want to spruce up your landscape for the fall uh, we've got some suggestions. Uh, we got two basic color themes that we're talking about. Schemes. Uh, the rich tones of autumn, which are reds, yellows, oranges, and rust. And the jewel-like shades of purple and lavenders. Uh, so uh, you can plant these in containers. If you want to, uh, and uh, the, we we've got them here. Uh, one of the first ones in the golds, yellows, oranges, and reds is Gold Star Esperanza, and uh, we've got uh, quite a few of those around. They're uh, Gold Star Esperanza, and they're um, cheerful yellow and tubular flowers. Cheerful yellow tubular flowers. Which are great for hummingbirds and uh, butterflies and everything else. 
And then uh, another one that you can choose from is garden mums or chrysanthemums. Uh, they're, they're smaller flowering types with uh, numerous flowers uh, per stem, the garden mums. And right. we've got a good supply of those. And uh, let's see, they're on sale. Yes. Yeah, the fall mums. Yeah, uh, three ninety nine. Uh, just three ninety nine. They're for six sale. Inch. It's a good price on those. Yeah. Hey, and we, ten for thirty five dollars. We got Mark on the line, so hold your okay. So mark your place. No pun intended, Mark. And uh, let's talk to Mark at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Mark, what's going on? You so you want to vote? Mark, are you there? Uh oh, where's Mark? <laughs> All right, Mark. We'll try one more time. Then we're going to ask Al to, to Mark find, gave it to up. Find you. Yep. Uh, Mark, Mark, we can't hear you. He says he's got you ready to go. But all right, let's put Mark on hold again, and we'll come back. Al, see if you can find Mark. Maybe he walked away from the phone for a sec. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight. In fact, we're going to take a break. We'll take uh, this opportunity to take a quick break at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery. There's a hummingbird uh, here at Boulevardy Road in sixteen zero four. We encourage you to come on out. Bring your doggie with you. They got some doggies uh, running around the nursery right now, uh, doing some shopping. That's a that's a, I like that dog with his black eye. He looks like the dog from Little Rascals. Um, all right, and uh, call us and vote. We need 25 votes for this to even be considered, whether we have white blue bonnets for uh, next year here at Millburgers. 210-308-8867. Yes or no? Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bolverde Road, where it's time to start thinking about fall. And to do that, Millburgers is featuring two great fall items, like fall garden mums. These lovely fall-blooming perennials just say it's time for fall, it's time for football, it's time for cooler weather. And they come in a wide variety of shapes, sizes, and colors. Create your own dazzling display with one in the 6-inch pot for $3.99 or 10 in the 6-inch pot for $35. And now now is the time to plant fall vegetables. Fall and cool weather vegetables are arriving at Millburgers, and selections include broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, kale, cauliflower, squash, and much, much more in the four and a half inch pot, now just $1.99. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on blue plumbago, Mexican heather, one half whiskey barrels are now just $44.88, and much, much more. For more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com. Millburgers, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's PAX Financial Group. 210-881-5700. PaxFinancialGroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through PAX Financial Group. This is Lon Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. And then there were 10. That is, 10 Democrats who have qualified to participate in the next presidential primary debate on September the 12th. Although the field is narrowed, the candidate's drift toward far-left progressive policies continues, particularly when it comes to efforts to deal with climate change. Elizabeth Warren recently unveiled a plan that would spend $3 trillion on government subsidies to combat global warming. 
Bernie Sanders wants to spend $16 trillion over 15 years, ban fracking for natural gas, and end the import and export of various sources of energy. Kamala Harris has a $10 trillion proposal that would bring what she calls, quote, climate justice to areas impacted by flooding, heat waves, and shortages in water or food. Democrats are tripping over themselves to spend more and tax more, all in the name of environmental friendliness. But instead of dealing with climate change thoughtfully, they're putting forth irresponsible proposals that will damage our economy and ultimately hurt American families working hard to make ends meet. I'm Lon He Chen. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. Dad, when will I be older than you? Do fish like cheeseburgers? Kids ask a lot of questions. Am I safe when you drive? When they ask about something as serious as their safety, you need the right answers. Nearly half of our children are not buckled up correctly. Make sure your child is and is in the right size safety seat. Visit SaveMeWithASeat.org for information on safety seats and where to get your seats checked for free. Save Me With A Seat. A message from TxDOT. Terrorism, economic uncertainty, nuclear instability. The United States faces these and other global dangers nearly every day. And while it may seem like the international threats are beyond our borders, we face even greater risks against the U.S. Constitution and the rule of law here at home. These dangers plague the bedrock of our great nation and threaten to destroy our way of life. Now it's time to energize San Antonio's conservative and Christian base and protect our conservative ideals. Join 9.30 a.m. The Answer on Tuesday, November 5th at the Norris Conference Center for Countdown 2020, The War for America's Soul. Speakers Dennis Prager and Sebastian Gorka will give you perspective and insight on what's at stake in the upcoming election. Get the information you need to give intelligent answers to the assaults from the far left by joining us November 5th for Countdown 2020, The War for America's Soul. Visit 930amtheanswer.com to purchase your tickets to Day. When friends come for Saturday night, man, it's not to make up some sangria wine. It's organic and it comes from the vine. It's also legal and it gets you so high. Yeah, and I love that sangria wine. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardens at Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Uh, we lost Mark, but uh, Al knew what his vote was. So, Mark, call us back. 210-308-8867. We, we were trying to get you. We Your phone line was open, but we weren't hearing you. So, 210-308-8867. But he voted yes. So, three votes for yes, no votes for no on the white blue bonnet. He voted yes before he hung up or got he voted. He voted yes as soon as he talked to Al, and then he had another question, too. So, he's oh, going to okay. ask that. So, I got three yeses. Okay. So if you're interested, and in, we need uh, 22 more responses. Uh, if you're interested in this red, white, and you don't have to come on the air. You can just talk to Al back at the station. He'll take your vote. There you go. At 210-308-8867. Anyway, going back to my plants of color that we have. Gold, yeah, yeah, thank gold you. yellows, oranges, and reds. And we mentioned gold star esperanza. Be sure it's in full bloom, like ours are here. To make sure that you're getting gold star. Okay. Some people uh, are seeing Esperanza get extremely tall and not bloom yet. Uh, when you buy gold star Esperanza from Millburgers, they're in full bloom already. Yep. So uh, you know you're getting the true gold star. 
Now, if you didn't get Gold Star, <laughs> you got the uh, the other one. Uh, it may bloom this fall. They're, they're fall bloomers. Uh, the, the original uh, the original Esperanza. Up at the t- top of the plant. Yeah, yeah, which was sold as a Tacoma. Tacoma? Rather than Gold Star. Uh, and then we mentioned uh, chrysanthemums, uh, garden mums, and uh, we've got all different colors and sizes and and maturity uh, maturities of mums here now available for sale. And the neat thing about those, you can just set them down, and they're instant color. Mm-hmm. And if you get the ones that have haven't opened completely yet. Then uh, you get a longer uh, growing period, a grow, uh, longer bloom season out of them. And then uh, firebush is something that you can also uh, talk about at this time of the year. Uh, when you're buying firebush at this time of the year, be sure, like Gold Star, it's in full bloom, full, full of uh, yellow flowers. I mean red flowers, excuse me, full of red flowers. And uh, this year this year we've got one from uh, Greenleaf Nurseries that's got uh, uh, variegated uh, uh, yellow foliage. And uh, there is a sport off of the mother plant that we found Laredo, and I, I wish people would call it Laredo. Uh, the, the Laredo firebush, but uh, buy firebush in full bloom. Make it make sure it's in full bloom. There are other firebushes on the market, which uh, are called be, are being called firebush, but they're not in bloom now. So you want you want them ready, since the hummingbirds are already here, and uh, and maybe you don't want to do a, a feeder. Uh, firebush will substitute for a hummingbird feeder on your back back porch. Or complement it. Yeah, complement. But that, that that's a, essential to, if uh, I, I can't imagine, well, I guess if you might like the foliage, but uh, really this is the prime boom time of uh, firebush. And if your firebush is not blooming, it's not. It's probably not going to bloom, yeah. Any better any t- other time during the year. And if you if you bought a firebush that was full of bloom, and it quit blooming, the only thing that'll keep a firebush from blooming, the the Laredo firebush from blooming, is planted in the shade. They can't. They can't even smell shade, if they if, uh, and they won't bloom. Hey, we got Margaret on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey there, Margaret. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Great. Hey. Do you hear me? How, yeah. How can we help you? Um, my, so my um, knockout rose bushes, they're getting on the leaves um, a fuzzy, it looks like net. It's thicker than spider webs, but it's real fuzzy on the leaves. Is that a fungus? What kind of plant is it? Uh, knockout. knockout rose. 
Uh, is is it, is it, is it webbing? Do you see webbing? Yeah, yeah, on on the on the leaves. They're turning yeah. silver and getting a web on it. Do you say uh, you say it's fuzzy? Well, I mean it's web-like. You know, it's kind of just a fuzzy, silvery, um, like a web. It's cover, it's starting to cover some of the leaves. How extensive? I mean. Is it over a whole bunch of leaves, or just a section? Or? Uh, just some, not over the whole bush. It looks like it might be spreading a little. Okay. Does it? Is it on just one, one or one bush, and not affected the rest of the bushes? Um. Well, come to think of it, it is just one bush. Okay. Is it on the very end? Yeah, end it's on of the, the planting. Yes, at the ends of the tops of the leaves, at the top of the bush, it's rounded. It could, it's on the it top. could be, it could be spider mite. Are the are the leaves fading too? I mean, do the instead of a nice green, are they kind of a, a fading yellowish? Green? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's because they're just getting worse and worse in this drought. I try to water them, but they're just, it's starting to really dry up. Well, it might, if those webs are related to spider mites, it might be the spider mites are doing it, especially if you've been watering them. Are they, yeah. are, the, are, are the webs uniformly all over that one plant that's infected? No, it's spots of it. Some places have it and some don't. It's just kind of all over the bush on different spots. I think that's spider mice. Probably. Uh, you, uh, uh, they're, they're, they're all over the bush. And uh, is it down in the bush or on the sides of the bush? It's It's... Not like all over, just different spots at the top kind of the bush has it. But it looks like it's starting to spread a little. That yeah, how tall top. How tall is the plant? About two feet. Oh, it's a little plant. Yeah, I mean, it's, well, it's been there for years, but it's real wide. And, oh, uh, okay. But it's about... Not up to my waist, but it's real wide for some reason. Okay. I'm trying to think of the best. If we believe that it's spider mites or a type of mite, uh, we're trying to figure out uh, what to use for a remedy uh, on the on those mites. Uh, I got. Uh, some people recommend malathion. If you wanted to uh, do it organically, you could use uh, spinosad, I guess, with a uh, with with soap with soap in the uh, spray. In other words, uh, make up a gallon of uh, spinosad and then put uh, some liquid detergent. In there, just a, not very much. Not very much. A couple of squirts, and uh, and then spray it, 
spray, spray it wet to run off. In other words, where you get a lot on there. Well, how do you spell that? Inside, is that what you said? Yes, S P I N, like spin, O, and then S A D, sad, spinosis. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think I would try that and and apply it. Uh, apply it every uh, every four to five days. For four consecutive sprays. Okay. And spray under under the leaves and uh, and to to run off. To the product okay. runs off. And you find the spinosite over at Lowe's or at Home Depot. Yeah, you can buy it at our Millburgers. Uh, oh, it's, okay. It's it just sold as. Uh, I think Rose, Rose Defense that's been done. Rose Defense doesn't exist anymore. Okay. So what's your spinner sad soul there? Captain Jack. Captain Jack. <laughs> Captain Jack. Captain Jack. Over there at Bill okay. Burgers? Yes, yes, ma'am. Okay. Nice. I'll okay. Thanks. I right. think that's what it is, and that'll... Uh, spray all the bush, spray the whole whole thing, because they might already, if it's bitermite, they may already be on the other bushes, but not in thick enough concentration to cause a problem. Well, I will say I see some of the same thing on my boxwoods. Yeah, that Is could that be bitermite. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, that could be that too. And you can use the okay. same same product. Okay. Unboxed with. Okay, okay, good luck great. to you. Hey, did you want to vote? Were you going to vote for you the know, red, white, and blue? I I told your guy I want uh, I like all three colors. I would plant them all. <laughs> all right, so that's four yeses. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank okay. Okay, bye-bye. All right, that'll free Bye. up a line at 210-308-8867. Did you want to come on up, or did you want to just come on up, Karen? <laughs> Calvin, you want to introduce our next guest? I don't know who she is. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. What is wrong with you? Now, it's Karen Guz. She's the conservation director at the San Antonio Water System. And uh, she stopped by the nursery today. And so she's saying hello. Karen, what's going on? you got lots of action out there at, at SAWS. You've got the new uh, program, which uh, Milberger's is participating in. Yeah, we got our, our coupons are going, and people are calling about them every day. So that's good news that we're trying to get that message out that fall is such a great time to plant a new landscape. Uh, so, obviously, it's, we're, it's not near the deadline because we have not seen the, the rush. Pe- people out there <laughs> rushing to take advantage of it. Now, I but, saw somebody actually this morning when I was setting up. They had the card, and they were looking. and yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, good. Good. We like to hear that. So, they, you know, they can still go to GardenStyleSanAntonio.com or Saws.org to apply for that coupon if they're a Saws customer. Uh-huh. Get you $100 off of your purchase of plants to transform that crunchy grass into something that will be more colorful and interesting. Well, maybe even a butterfly garden. Maybe, yeah. Butterfly yeah, garden would be uh, a great choice. Yeah, because the plants that are... Uh, on the list, uh, there's plenty of them that would uh, make a good butterfly garden. So, um, what else is your new? 
Well, we also have a new uh, program out that people are just starting to hear about, and it's um, we're looking at new technology. There are flow sensors coming out that you can install at your home so that you don't get that unpleasant surprise on a water bill from not knowing you had a leak or just not realizing how much water you were using. So we have a $150 rebate, and there are five choices as to what you can buy. The, the least expensive one, it only costs you $50. Mm-hmm. So does it... Uh is there fireworks or what happens when you've got a big leak? It, it sends you something uh, better. It sends you something on your cell phone, which everybody oh. likes, you know, because we always have our cell phones with us at all times. So you um, you set it up to say after, you know, say two hours of continuous flow, I want an alert. You can change things. And then, uh, you know, you're out of, you're not home, nobody's home, and there's a flow going. It'll send you a message. That sounds cool. No, it's pretty cool. Is there the information like on your website about it? Yeah, it's on the Garden Style website. It's not on sauce.org yet. So you go to GardenStyleSanAntonio.com and you know scroll down through our programs and you'll find Flow Sensor Rebate. And uh, take a look. We're, we tell people there are five choices. Shop carefully. Look at all of them because they're very different. And uh, pick which one works best for you. And then you can apply for your $150 rebate. Sounds good. Sounds good. Very cool. Well, thanks. What else? How's your garden growing? <laughs> uh, oh, I, I'm I'm waiting for it to cool down. I'm thinking things will look better once it cools down at at my house. Um, hand watering certain things. I had put in a lemon and a lime and a fig. Oh, uh, fairly ooh. recently. So. And so I've been babying them through the summer. They're doing all right, but I'm looking forward to it cooling down just a little bit because I've got a new empty bed. I can't wait to. Be wonderful if we get enough rain to it. prevent it going into drought restrictions. It would be nice. It, it, we, you know, I still think we're going to avoid it. It just feels like we've got to get some rain. Uh-huh. Um, well, on that note, we're going to say goodbye for today. <laughs> Thanks, Karen. Hey, we'll uh, be back tomorrow on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.